and welcome to the Girl Tries Life podcast. I'm so excited to have you join me today. This is our second coaching episode. So for those of you that don't know or that didn't listen to the, the original one, I have started this coaching program with the Health Coach Institute and I've been so excited to, to learn all these different techniques and concepts and ideas that I actually just want to share them with you guys right away for free. So that's uh, kind of what these episodes are every other week. Now, I just want to let you know that this podcast is part of the Alberta Podcast Network powered by ATB. So the Alberta Podcast Network is a network of well, Alberta podcast, kind of as the name goes. And I wanted to let you know about one of our new members to to the network. And that would be the podcast called A Branded World. And that is actually hosted by Louisa Campos. And fun fact, Louisa and I actually used to work together. I had a brief stint working with a different nonprofit in town and Louisa did their marketing and communications or sort of handled that. And so her podcast is all about branding, communications, marketing, and it's all about a step-by-step guide and easy to implement sort of bite-sized advice to to build a meaningful brand. She has some fantastic episodes with mostly local folks to to Calgary and Alberta and sort of how they have created a brand around them. One of the episodes that I will link to in the show notes is by Dave Kelly, who, if you are from Calgary or from Alberta, is kind of a local celebrity, hosts all sorts of events, used to be a breakfast television host, also a children's author, and he does this great episode on how to tell your story. So I will link to that in the show notes. Now, I also want to tell you about the Alberta Women Entrepreneurs. So, Alberta Women Entrepreneurs invites you to attend a learning day that they are having on February 20th in Edmonton, so it's coming up soon. Now, this one-day conference features keynotes and workshops about human resources, operations, finance, marketing, technology, and mindset. So basically everything you need to know to be an entrepreneur. You'll get tangible skills, information, and access to expert resources to help you build your business. So it's a really great way to meet other entrepreneurs so that you feel less alone in your journey. Now, this episode is going up on the 18th. So today, if you get it before today or tomorrow, it is $99 to attend. After that, the price goes up to $129. So if you really want to go, I would get your ticket right away. Now, $129 still super affordable, but if you're a listener, you get 10% off using the promo code podcast at checkout. So I will include the registration uh, link in the show notes, and today's show notes can be found at girltrieslife.com forward slash podcast forward slash 46. So that is where you will find the link to the promo code. Now, what are we talking about today? We are talking about how comfortable you are with discomfort. So I've been reading this fascinating book lately, and it's called The Upside to Your Dark Side, Why Being Your Whole Self, Not Just Your Good Self, Drives Success and Fulfillment. Now, I'm not talking Darth Vader dark side here, but the book really tackles this idea that we have in Western society about, you know, fake it till you make it, just put on a happy face, or, and I'm guilty of this sometimes as well, reminding people to be grateful for what they have. Now, while I do believe in gratitude as a practice, I'm also someone that's dealt with depression and loss and parental divorce, uh, fat shaming and so on. So whether you've had it easier or harder, it doesn't matter. We've all had our own versions of tough times or we're, and we're going to continue, you know, life is not easy. And this book argues that by embracing and engaging in those tough times, we can actually be drum roll happier. So here's the main thing that I want to take on today mainly because I'm only partway through the book, but I want to talk about our discomfort 
with comfort or our comfort with discomfort. So in Western society, we are so incredibly comfortable. Yes, there are those of us that are living in poverty and in severe circumstances, but for the most part, many of us are more concerned with our creature comforts than we ever were 50 years ago, and we're far more concerned with these comforts than people in other parts of the world. So if you think about it, our cars are now being designed with TVs to occupy kids, with individual butt warmers and air conditionings and, and more. But I remember growing up with my mom's VW Beetle from the 70s that had zero air conditioning. It had these really hard seats and you had to crank open that window by hand. Ugh, the hardship. Now think of the convenience that we're now used to. If you have to wait more than a couple of minutes in line for your drink at Starbucks, you get antsy. And even then, in those one to two minutes that you're waiting, you're more than likely to be scrolling through apps on your phone because we're so uncomfortable with silence or our time not being occupied. And finally, it hit home for me the other day when I was walking to the bus. Every single time I go anywhere, I'm listening to something. Podcasts, audiobooks, music, you name it. I have gotten so accustomed to being entertained and to having my time filled that the idea of going for a walk without that distraction is uncomfortable or it feels unproductive. So here's the deal. The science actually tells us that the more comfortable you are, the less happy you are. Now that seems counterintuitive, right? But if you think about it, if you are used to getting everything to being comfortable or things going a certain way, when it doesn't, you get antsy or anxious or even angry. It immediately affects our mood. And I noticed this especially when traveling throughout Southeast Asia with my husband. While trekking in the rice terraces of Sapa, Vietnam, my husband and I employed a local guide and we stayed with her family on the side of a mountain overnight. And when I say side of the mountain, I mean side of a mountain. Like I was sweating buckets by the time we got to the top and I thought I was going to die. Now, I asked her many questions over the two days, but there were two questions and answers that in particular blew my mind. So first, it's important to know that our guide had three children. And I asked her, her name was Pen, and I said, Pen, when you gave birth to your children, like, what did you do? Did, did you have to get a motorbike to the hospital? Like, what did you do? And she practically laughed at me. She said, no, I, I felt a little pain. And so I went to the nearest neighbor, had my baby, and then I walked home. And like, remember, this is no simple walk. Like, this is a serious uphill hike. And she wouldn't have had any pain relief during labor. She probably wouldn't have even had any stitches and like probably TMI, but if you've ever given birth vaginally before, you totally can relate to why I'm so freaked out by this concept. But to her, it was totally normal. And, you know, that's just life. That's just the way it is. It didn't even phase her. You know, I just felt a little pain. So I went and gave birth in my neighbor's house. Blah. And secondly, I asked, Pen, what do you do for fun? And I actually had to explain what the word hobby meant. So fun fact for the really unaware young woman that I was, fun is a privilege. Hobbies are for those that have time and probably have some money. And living in a third world country, Pen had neither of those things. She lived in rural Vietnam. She guided tourists during the day and at night, 
her and her family cooked meals and cared for their children. Food was cooked over a fire. Your teeth were brushed in the water that they diverted from a stream, and you slept under these really heavy blankets and straw mats to keep out the cold. You know, time for writing or jogging or painting or bowling. That's not a thing. That's not a thing in many, many parts of the world. And I left there so grateful for the opportunities that I have, but I also realize that I was so uncomfortable with the idea of not having my creature comforts and privileges. I was really excited to be back to running water in a flushing toilet. And yet, those were some of the happiest kids I've seen. Her in-laws were so jovial, even though we didn't speak the same language, like they were so engaged in conversation with us. They all loved one another really deeply, and they weren't deterred by the lack of creature comforts because it was their normal, and they were happy. And I'm not by any means suggesting that you sell all your belongings and move to a home without running water or electricity, but what I am saying is that we should take stock of how comfort and discomfort affect our mood. So can you experiment with discomfort? Now, in order to try this for myself, I actually went for a 30-minute walk without my headphones. No music, no podcasts, no audiobooks, no companion, just me and my thoughts. And you know what? It was great. I was more conscious of the smells of the damp winter grass. I could hear the birds chirping and the branches swaying in the breeze. And my baby girl kicked me in the belly. And as opposed to when she'd do that while I was watching Netflix... I actually noticed and I smiled and again I'm not suggesting that you make your life difficult on purpose but I would encourage you to play outside of your comfort zone and experiment get curious because who knows it just might make you a happier human being and at the end of the day isn't that all we want Have a fantastic week, take care, and we'll be back with an interview next week. (music)